This is episode 670 of the Pixelated Sausage Podcast for Wednesday, August 21st, 2019. I am your host, Mark Krishnez, and today I don't really have all that much to talk about because I was a bit busy and also the news yesterday, one bit of news in particular, made me feel really sad. I'm also playing Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, the Hyperstone Heist on my SNES Classic. Blasphemy? This isn't right. A Genesis game on an SNES console on a Nintendo console? What are you talking about? I hacked my SNES Classic last night so that I could play this on the TV because I just wanted something familiar and comfortable. And so I threw on some SNES games and then some Genesis games. Realized that there's not anywhere near enough room for me to dump everything. So I have to actually be choosy. And that's what I'm going to do later. I'm going to play some games and then see what I want to get rid of. But if you don't know what happened yesterday, Game Informer was hit with some layoffs. And, and more than expected. At first, I only saw... So the, the people who lost their jobs yesterday, I think it was seven in total. There's Kyle Hilliard, Elise Favis, Jeff Marquefava, uh, J.B. Gwaltney, uh, Serial Vasquez, and Matt Burtz. I think that's everyone. And at first, I thought it was just Imran, and I just thought, oh, they're they're getting rid of their news, the, the reporter who's not local. They're getting rid of their off-site uh, staff member because they want to keep people, you know, in Minnesota, which would have been bad because Imran's one of the good reporters out there. <laughs> his his tweets can sometimes just be like, oh god tweet so much also he's he's somebody who does do the whole like uh i'm gonna make a tweet in hopes that it like it's it's a a tweet ass tweet which is just like i'm gonna say something that's maybe funny or cute or kind of clever and let's see how people react to it uh but, but he's a really good reporter uh and i always liked him whenever he was on the podcast and the stuff he would uh, get in terms of news and all that stuff was really good. But uh, it wasn't just him. And at first it was just, I believe, Serial, Kyle, and um, Imran, who I saw. And then more kept coming out. What, what really sucks, too, is uh, Jeff, Mario Fava, his tweet that acknowledged it, it was like, when I'm on vacation. Like, he was on vacation, so it was like, Oh, of course, when he's on vacation, it happens. And that's just that's just even so much worse. But I remember seeing that and just thinking, what does this mean? Is he upset because he's lost his fellow staff members, his family? Or is he upset because he got fired along with him? What's going on? And it was just maybe a, a couple of hours where he'd be learning more stuff. And it was, it was just really sad because... I've said this before, but as far as I'm concerned, the the staff over at Game Informer are, are the best. The, it's the only site, you know, I'm not going to refer to them as a magazine, even though, you know, they are a magazine, just because I want to compare them with other media outlets, and I don't think there's any other uh, video game magazine still running in the States, so there's not much to compare them to in that sense. But just looking at them as a pure website, they are by far my favorite. Uh, 
I love the content that they put out, you know, not just the Game Informer show, and I enjoy the writing as well, but like, I love the Game Informer show. I love get, uh, new gameplay today. I, it's, it wasn't a common thing, but I enjoyed the, the sick tricks stuff that Kyle would put out, and another long dead thing, but it's just something else that they, they've done in the past, which I liked, is Ben on the Streets was always a great little segment. There are there hundred, not hundred questions, I think it's always just like a, a certain number of questions in a short period of time. Never a, an exact amount of questions. Like I like all those things. Uh, I, I consume all of their YouTube content. The only YouTube stuff I don't watch is the segments they cut out of the podcast because I watch the podcast in full, so I don't need to watch those. But I'll, I'll sometimes watch them anyway, and I'll watch, I'll rewatch their podcast just because I enjoy their. Uh, not their charisma, their camaraderie, their, uh, why, what is the word? Their chemistry. That's what I'm looking for. It's clear that they were a family and that they have their differences, but they, they get along and just, it's sad seeing a family like them fall apart. Not, not fall apart, but just be broken. Uh, you know, in, in ways which they have no control over. You know, it, this was a reminder that, oh yeah, Game Informer is owned by GameStop. And one of my questions when I see this is, so what, is, what does this mean, these layoffs? Is this writing on the wall for the, the magazine part? Is it writing on the wall for Game Informer as a whole? What What is this? And how can we save them? <laughs> and the answer to that is there's no way we can save them. Like, we can't. Some big company could. You know what I would love? Just so they can get some more goodwill. So then what do you do about covering their games? Microsoft, you like buying studios. Why don't you buy a magazine too? Huh? Game Informer is full of good people. It's just good. So why don't you be good again and buy Game Informer. Hire back everyone who lost their job. And at the same time, try and get back... Uh, Dan and Tim because they they were good at Game Informer. Not that they're not good where they are now, but I just like those are the I don't want to say those are the glory days because I've loved Game Informer all the time. There's never been like, oh, they're not good anymore or something like that. Just like I, I want everyone who's ever worked there to stay there because uh, they just have this way of finding and hiring the best people the absolute best people but uh yeah i'm i'm curious to see i'm assuming they're gonna have a game informer show this thursday what the hell is that gonna be like um you know it's just it's sad it's too another thing that's it's not bittersweet like i've been meaning to send in an email for such a long time that I, I figured, oh, this is an email that could actually be read because what I want to do is I always, and I meet this in a nice way, but I feel like uh, uh, JV looks a little bit like, like he could be a dead ringer to cosplay as, I think it's Ryuk, right? The, the, the Higagane from uh, Death Note, the, the, the devil dude. I'm terrible with names, um, but I always thought he kind of looks like him in, in the nicest way. And I was going to draw a picture 
disapproving it of Ryu with JV's head on it. Because I'm capable of doing that. And I don't know, like, I don't know if he'd find it amusing or not, but I do kind of want to just do that and send an email telling him that I appreciate his stuff. And like, I was always going, I, I planned to send this email <laughs> and I never did. But uh, yeah, here, I mean this in the nicest way. And also if you want the actual picture of this, I'll give it to you. I don't know. It's just, it's, it's really shitty because a lot of great people lost their job and it's not going to be the same and at the same time we, we still don't know what the the real final tally of this is like what you know GameStop is not doing well and so who the hell who, who just who knows what the hell's going on I don't know it's just it's really heartbreaking because I, I love Game Informer I love the people who work there I don't like seeing this and it's just it's frustrating but um uh, yeah. Other than that, news-wise, I mean, it sucks too because there, there was some good news that came out, but it was all overshadowed by this bad Game Informer news. Like, um, Yakuza, uh, we got an announcement that remasters of the 3rd, 4th, and 5th are coming to PlayStation, and that's awesome because that means... Like, one of the reasons why I still had my PS3 hooked up, I don't need anymore because, you know, we're getting the remastered. So every single one of the the games now is going to be on current consoles, at least PS4. I still would love it if they somehow decided to just remaster everything. Or not, they don't need to remaster everything, but just put everything on the old Xbox. That would be amazing. But that news came out. There's also news about the MCU and Spider-Man, where I guess they, they couldn't come to an agreement, so now Spidey is no longer part of the MCU. And what does that mean? And there are people freaking out, claiming they're going to boycott Sony and get rid of their PS4 and buy an Xbox, which is a bunch of load of shit. Nobody's going to do that. But, yeah. Um, it's... It's hard to... It's not that it's hard to care about anything else with the Game Inform thing happens, but it is hard to care. And at the same time, too, what makes it or like me feel bad, and I'm sure they even have this to a small extent, too, and it feels shitty, but in these scenarios, like I'm so saddened by the loss uh, that they've encountered with Game Inform, the, the loss of the employees, but then I'm thankful that not everyone lost their job, that there's, that Game Inform is still alive, at least as far as now, uh, you know, as far as we know right now, you know, but I don't, I don't want to feel happy about the fact that Game Inform is not completely dead when so many people lost their jobs, you know, and I'm sure those working there probably feeling somewhat in the same sense where like they're thankful to still have a job but you know they don't they don't want to feel too good about it because their friends their family are no longer there too uh, but outside of that 
I I'm I'm getting kind of excited about the Genesis Classic now. Um, I don't know. It's just when I look at that compared to these other consoles, it just seems like the bomb. <laughs> it just seems like it's the best version of these mini consoles. The games list, like everything. And I, I've found that I'm growing more used to it. It's still weird to use the SNES controller because I've never grew up on it. Um, and I found that at least initially the D-pad really bothered me. Like it was super, I don't know if stiff's the right word, but like I felt like I really needed to press on it to get it to do anything, to register anything. It, it needed a good amount of pushing. Um, but I, I've grown more accustomed to it. Played some True Lies, and this this works. Like the the only thing that sucks about capturing anything this way is that the uh, SNES Classic, and along with the NES Classic and the Sega Mini, will as well. Uh, they output to 720p, so that's a problem. And of course, the memory doesn't allow for that many games. I don't know. I could maybe get a Raspberry Pi just for like certain games that I know I'll never end up buying but would like to maybe make contact with at a future point but also like I am not I feel like there's more to a Raspberry Pi and setting it up than I <laughs> I I never have confidence in myself if anything hardware related if anything is hardware related like, I don't if I have to do anything other than just buy it and then put shit on it then I'm like oh god no um I've never used Linux, which is, I'm pretty sure, Raspberry's Linux based because Windows would take up too much space and shit. I believe. I don't know. Don't ask me anything about the pie. I don't know shit about pie. Unless it's pumpkin pie, which is delicious. Um, yeah. I, I'm still playing Lego City Undercover. I think I'm about eight hours through it now. And it is. It is so miserable. I am really not enjoying it. It is just so unfun to play, which is blowing my mind how just boring it is. And there are some really shit, like the driving is horrible, but then there are segments where they force you to use different kind of vehicles and use them. So I already know that one of my plans for the Attack the Backlog video is to, there's a segment where you have to ride on a horse a, a, a good distance and I'm just going to say, okay, I'm now going to shut up and you're going to go for this ride with me. And it'll be even worse for the audio listeners because you're just going to hear the audio. But I'm just going to let it play out. And so you know how long and how tedious it is because you're going to hear the music and what nothing there is there. And you're just going to have to endure that because guess what? I had to endure an entire game's worth of that kind of crap. So, yeah, I'm getting really bummed about all that um hopefully uh <laughs> i'll say hopefully it gets better I, that's not gonna happen hopefully it just ends soon i think i'm getting near the end it's also clear that it's a game that you definitely want to just hunker down and finish the campaign before going after collectibles or anything like that because there's so much stuff that you can't really mess around with until you unlock all the costumes and you have to go through the story in order to do that so it feels like the story is just kind of 
you know, it's, it's on the surface. There's, there's not much there. The missions are pretty crappy and stupid. There's one where I had to collect pigs, which I didn't like. It was dumb. Like, so much of it. I don't really like the platforming and jumping and how inconsistent it is and how I could jump somewhere and think I'm going somewhere and then I end up nowhere. Uh, but, you know, what are you going to do? Uh, other than that, have I been playing anything? I mean, outside of the Hyperstone Heist, which is fantastic. It is still fantastic. Um, I love it. I'm curious, because, you know, I'm trying to think of all the Konami games that in the arcades around this time because like you know this is based Hyperstone Heist is basically Turtles in Time but different in the same way like the SNES I don't know if it always got but more often than not got um, you know as perfect as can be ports minus any kind of like censorship or stuff like that of arcade games whereas you had um the Genesis getting these messed, like these just cut and sewn together versions of them, which in some cases, like, I, I would say that the Genesis versions of these arcade games are good, they're just different. And yeah, they're, they're not going to give you the most accurate representation of the arcade game. Like, you're not going to get the arcade game at home, which is disappointing. Like, with Sunset Riders. I think it has the number of levels and the bosses, the number of playable characters, which is extra. I mean, it's just like a palace swap, so it's not the biggest problem, but that happens. And um, what else? Like in, in Sunset, I think I mentioned this before, but like you have the censorship and the Sunset Riders uh, where they change the level with the Indians to just basic ass cowboys and the prostitutes. Uh, and then in. Hyperstone Heist, like, they changed the ending, and, like, it's different, but I, I think Hyperstone Heist, Sunset Riders on Genesis is solid, but I, I would definitely prefer the SNES one, but I think Hyperstone Heist is fantastic. Uh, I think one advantage, though, is that I think um, Sunset Riders on the Genesis runs better, uh, which is good. But, uh, I I love Hyperstone Ice. Yeah, it's one of those like when I was talking about the Genesis games I loved, I forgot to mention that. Because I don't know, it just I was trying to think of more so games that were you know underrated. Or, or not so much underrated, just like games Yeah, yeah, games that are underrated, but also games that are just underappreciated, maybe people don't remember. So that's why I focus on, like, General Chaos and True Lies, which, like, how many people are going to remember True Lies? And even how many people are going to remember it fondly? And I've been looking on eBay. That game is going for a ridiculous price. And I'm like, I'm looking at these things like people are already spending way too much money on that damn thing. Pissing me off. I want that game. I don't want to spend... Like, I want it complete. You know, I want to get these games that I like complete. And True Lies is so good. I was playing and I'm like, oh my god, this is still so, so fantastic. Uh, but yeah, <laughs> I was playing the Three Ninjas Kickback game, which I think they did on replay in Game Informer a while ago. And it was really bad, and it really is bad. But I'm like, huh, I can't. This is, this is something that could work for that series, where I play 
you know, the, the old games and then watch the movie and then compare and contrast. I mean, it would be, it'd be funny to watch that movie because I love the three ninja movies when I was a kid. I love them so much. I still remember them and their stupid outfits and the dumb masks. Um, but yeah. So yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm excited to finish Lego Cindy Undercover, which should happen, who knows, maybe later today. But also, I'm, I, I, I just realized I don't know what I'm going to play next. Because I'm pretty sure I want to end with Kingdom Hearts, I said. There's, there's, I think Prey is just too meaty for me right now. After Lego Cindy, I want something a bit lighter. I, I want something where I don't have to think all that much, so... Prey might be after whatever that is, but I need to find something that's super light and just something that I have a lot of confidence in my ability to get through. I also think that I might finally, with no expected release date, but just to get an episode under my wings, uh, work on an episode of Attack the Crap Log and play Vampire Rain and see how that goes. <laughs> But uh, yeah, that's pretty much it in terms of what's been going on here. Anywho, that will do it for this here episode of the Pixelated Sausage Podcast. Once again, I am your host, Mark Fishnez. Y'all can find me on Twitter and pretty much everywhere at PX Sausage. The site is, of course, pixelatedsausage.com, where you can find this podcast, the Pixelated Paranormal Podcast, and Attack the Backlog, which are all available on podcast services across the globe like Stitcher Radio, Google Podcasts, and Spotify. And if you'd like to check out the video version of this here show or Attack the Backlog, you can go over to youtube.com slash saucers and watch them both there. If you watch this show, for example, this particular episode of the Pixelated Saucers podcast, you will see me playing Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Hypersome Heist, doing a not-so-great job, but I'm doing okay, I guess. Um... But yeah, you can you can see that on the old YouTube's in faux 1080p, 60 frames per second. But yeah, uh, there's all that jazz. If you'd like to check out the art I make, I don't do it regularly, but I have on occasion made some Ninja Turtle stuff. The most famous bit I made which got me a bunch of free uh, Plants vs. Zombie stuff. They just gave me a bunch of it when I met them at PAX and uh, gave them some of the art. Uh, I, I did a crossover between the Turtles and uh, PVZ, uh, which I I did Donatello version of the basic zombie. So it's just the, the basic PVZ zombie. But it's Donatello. Bow staff and all. So yeah, that was a good time. I have a giant pea shooter in my room and a walnut cap thing, like a walnut beanie, which I'll never wear. That thing's ridiculous. But the, the pea shooter's cool. And I got some other junk. But I remember, like, I wasn't expecting to get anything. And then they're just like, wait, 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 here. Here's a bunch of shit. I'm like, I don't have anywhere to put this. I just have a tiny little, like, satchel thing. I don't, I mean, like, I kind of want it because it's cool. And I don't want to say no, but also, like, what the fuck am I supposed to do with all this nonsense? That's cool. But anyway, yeah, pxsart.com is where you can see a bunch of art. 
And if you scroll all the way to the bottom of there, that's where you'll see some of the other, like, more character-based art and stuff. Like some Ninja Turtle stuff. There's more than just uh, the PVZ TMT one. Because I've done other things where, like, I just mess around with them in various styles. So check it out if you want. And in addition to all that, if you like anything we do, if you fancy anything we do, and fancy the site in general, I'm all over the place, uh, you can go over to patreon.com slash pxs and support us that way. As always, thank you for watching or listening. I hope you enjoyed this here episode, and I hope you have a wonderful, wonderful rest of your day. And if you are a fan of Game Informer like me, please, you know, send them your love. As meaningless as it may be, I am sure they appreciate your tweets and all that kind of jazz. Just, you know, let them know you appreciated them and everything they did at Game Informer while they were there. That's what I did. I, you know, I just uh, made a basic tweet and then tweeted at each one individually. Even though, I mean, JB Gwaltney doesn't have a Twitter, so that's not going to do any good. But uh, his partner posted a bit on Twitter and then got a real shitty reply. Somebody said, oh, I'm so sorry. Your boyfriend doesn't uh, can't cut it in video game writing or whatever. Because he's going to have to find a real job right now. And this is somebody who does video game art or something? I don't know. But he's verified, too. A bunch of dumb... like. Why people feel the need to just kick someone when they're down, I'll never get a bunch of stupid poo-poo heads. But uh, yeah, that will officially do it for this here episode of the Pixelated Sausage Podcast. And yeah, I hope you enjoyed it. And if you're watching the video, I hope you enjoyed seeing some good old classic TMNT fun. I made good progress. And uh, I think I did all right given that I'm talking and playing at the same time. You know, it's much easier than a freaking stupid RTS game. That is for damn sure. God, I still like... Man, I love the look of this game. I'm looking at this game and I'm just thinking about the new... You know, it's not... The, they're not the same. Turtles and Toads are not the same. But looking at the new art style of the, the Battletoads game, I'm like, ugh, no. Why can't it look something like this? This game looks so nice and so pretty. But yeah, you know what I hate in the Hyperstone Ice? I hate the stupid ninjas that have the arm guard things that just block everything and then take so many hits. They just like, I hate them so much. They they just suck hearing the little chink, chink, chink. Every, oh God, that sound is like super rare. I mean, you know, it's a sound bite. That's the chink I'm talking about. Oh, yeah. But just hearing that every time you hit them and... But blocking, I hate it. I hate that sound. Might as well be, you know, scratching your nails on a friggin' chalkboard. You bastard ninjas. But, uh, I'm just rambling now when I should be saying... Bye-bye. Or do you want to wait <laughs> and watch me fight this guy? I know you don't, so I'm going to say bye. But I'm going to fight this dude, and it's going to be good. So, really, bye.